five on five in five. It is Tuesday, September the 19th. Good morning to everybody. Fletcher Keel, Kelly Rippin, Stephen Albert here with you once again. How are we doing this morning? We're good. Dad's back. Dad's back. Order has been restored. I was very proud of the podcast I listened to yesterday. I had a good chuckle when I was referred to as dad. And uh, you guys kept it on the railroad tracks, which is great. We just wanted to make you proud. <laughs> And uh, one thing to be proud of is the weather forecast, the weather we've been having, the weather we will be having, and potentially uh, ruined on Monday for the Bengals game. But long way to go. Yeah, we've got time. So let's enjoy it while we have it. We've got gorgeous weather again today. Needing a jacket for this morning. Steven's not interested nope. in the 40s. Not he says it might as well be the 30s, which I call it completely zero. Dis- no. Ugh. Dramatic. Uh, it <laughs> was mostly about 50 degrees overnight. And that's what these mornings have been. Cool, crisp. Nice feeling to it. Grab a light jacket by the midday. Warms up 78, I believe, is the high for today. So you should enjoy that very nicely. And the good news is if you don't like the cold, it's going to still feel like summer for over the next couple of days. She did look right at me saying this. I did. 80s. You'll be good. You're going to survive. You can take your hat off for a little while and enjoy the sunshine on your, what did you call your head? earlier uh what did i lacking say lacking follicles lacking follicles then corrected to <laughs> i have follicles some just don't work <laughs> so our our hair our hair <laughs> i'm just gonna say our hair challenged friends are not going to be cold for the next couple of days so enjoy it uh yeah yeah then we talk about rain not until monday sunday night maybe that's a whole conversation that we will get into later this week yes another fun uh fun will there be a rainy Bengals game discussion as we had last week yes and we'll also discuss who might be playing quarterback for the Bengals later on in the week as well as things come together we're on calf watch but that's besides the point five on five in five you know the rules five stories on channel five in five minutes fletcher what are we starting with the clock has begun yes our Top story, lead story, story we've been covering too many times now. A third, since we have last spoken with you, a third and fourth uh, investigation into the Roebling Bridge. Uh, Again, the bridge that, one of the major bridges that connects Covington and Northern Kentucky to downtown Cincinnati. This is just getting frustrating at this point. So, yes, it is the Roebling Bridge an old one. It's not the most heavily traveled in the morning or afternoon commute, but pedestrian traffic gets a lot of people. There was another threat overnight. So yesterday afternoon was the third threat. Overnight was the fourth threat, just to try to keep everyone up to speed here. I even had friends message me going, another one, a third one? I said, just kidding. Actually, this is the fourth one. So um, it's a drain on resources. It's frustrating for, I'm sure, police and first responders as they're trying to get to the bottom of this. And they have to take each threat seriously because they don't want to have their guard down the one time that an emergency does come into play here. So uh, Meredith Stutz was there this morning. She spoke with Covington police saying it does appear to be a similar threat to last time, the last however many times at this point. But um, we know it was related. Uh, We don't know if it was related to people or people are, are... I'm sorry, they don't know if it was related to the threat or if people are just being more vigilant about bags because then there was also a suspicious package report yesterday. It's just frustrating. Yeah, it puts everybody on guard. Absolutely. So police are dealing with this, and the FBI, I'm sure, will once again get involved with this one, and uh, we'll just keep an eye on it and hope that we are done. But we also said that last Wednesday, 
and then we said it again on the next one. That's right. And the next one, and here we are today. That's right. right. Fletcher. Our next story, more hateful messages being spread across greater Cincinnati neighborhoods. Another story that we are talking about way too often. Uh, At least five neighborhoods targeted this time, Stephen. Yeah, so Loveland, Walnut Hills, East Walnut Hills, downtown Cincinnati, Anderson Township, and our station, WLWT. We had some dropped off um, in our parking lot a few weeks ago, but um, there's no need for this. They shouldn't be happening, and uh, they're all have like pro neo-Nazi ideology on them, anti-LGBT statements, but the Jewish Community Relations Council, they keep track of these reports. So if you see one, report it to them and uh, hopefully we can educate people to not do this and uh, live in a all-inclusive society. But it's just, it's just sickening when you hear people, you know, find them on their car or on the street, wherever they may be. And uh, hopefully uh, uh, they can put an end to those. If you see someone doing this, that's also littering. So you could call that in and hopefully people can put their energy into something way more productive because this ain't it. That's right. State Representative Rachel Baker also saying her office has been in touch with the Department of Justice uh, trying to bring the people responsible to this for this to justice. Uh, so something that we will watch as I'm sure this is unfortunately not the last time we'll be talking about something like this. Our next story, a bit of an interesting story. Weird how this kind of came into our newsroom, Kelly. There was a camera pointed towards a homeless camp uh, in Cincinnati. Thankfully, it is now in the hands of Duke Energy Workers. Odd story. Uh, saw this on social media over the weekend. This was over at Clifton and Ludlow near Burnett Woods Park, also right by the fountain, if you're familiar with the area. And it was a ring camera attached to a Duke Energy pole. Well, we checked in with Duke. Wasn't their camera. Checked in with the city. Wasn't their camera. The Clifton Neighborhood Association over there says it's not their camera. So whose camera is it? Well, we don't have that answer yet, but Duke promptly went over and took the camera down because you're not allowed to do that. And also, what was the purpose of it? Well, we don't have an answer because we can't tell you whose it is. Um, But yeah, a bit of an unsettling feeling when everyone noticed that there had been a camera put up. And one of the gentlemen we actually spoke with said he watched a guy about six months ago get up on a step stool and fix it to the pole. He didn't know who that person was, so he didn't question it, but uh, he did think it looked odd. So it's now down. I'm sure there will be more of an investigation into maybe a Wi-Fi network that it was tied to or somebody that it was registered to to find out what the purpose was behind that. Yeah, there's got to be a way to backlog that and track it back to whoever was watching that camera. But anywho, it's down now, and we'll move forward from there. Our next story, uh, last week the Ohio report cards for schools, school districts, school systems came out, uh, and last night Jeteria McGee did a deep dive into how those grades impact our local districts, uh, and it turns out that there are eight across our viewing area, Brown, Butler, Claremont, Hamilton, and Warren counties that did not meet the state standard of scoring a 2.5 or higher. Yeah, and it's unfortunate to hear, you you know the superintendents, the principals, assistant principals, and teachers are doing everything they can to set as many students up for success, but sometimes it just doesn't work out, especially with all the metrics that come into uh, play for uh, calculating these grades. Um, 11 districts did receive five-star ratings, so congrats out to them. Uh, CPS, they do have a new superintendent with Ironetta Wright this year. I'm sure she's going over the report card, and she's going to be trying to uh, make all the changes to get them um, above uh, a failing grade to reach that 2.5% point percentage of a plateau, Um, but they are less than a tenth of a percentage point away from getting to that point, so progress can be made, sounds like in a relatively short time for next year's rankings as well. And that's an important distinction to make because a lot of times you'll just see that headline, hey, these schools failed. But a lot of times in that circumstances, it's, you know, a school's right there and just a test score or something brought them down just a hair and they might be right back up above that threshold. Yes. Look at, look at all the data 
Look at all the data. Right. Very true. And finally, it's a big stretch coming for the Cincinnati Reds. Ten games left. They have won six of their last eight. They beat the Minnesota Twins, who happened to lead the AL Central Division 7-3 to last night. They are now in a tie for the third wildcard spot with the Chicago Cubs. They do have one more win than the Cubbies, but also one more loss. So right now, Chicago holds that tiebreaker, which means if you look at the standings, Cincinnati is under the line, even though it's a virtual tie. Uh, like we said, ten games left. The final homestand continues tonight uh, against the Twins. And uh, scoreboard watching season commences. Absolutely. Go watch the Reds. They're about to close up Great American. If they don't make the playoffs, which we're not going to talk about. Yeah. But go watch, go support. We'll, we're all going to try to go see them in the next couple of days. But they are on a hot streak. And if they can pull this together, October baseball is what we all want. They could be peaking at the right time, which That's would be want. incredible. So the hunt for Reds October, we've got Wednesday day ball. And then the Buccos come into town. So that's always a fun rivalry, especially this time of the year when there is something on the line. And there is for the Reds. So, so go see the Reds. This is 5 on 5 in 5. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Stephen. And we will see you tomorrow morning.